You're listening to the Bookkeepers Podcast, sponsored by Centre by Iris, the weekly podcast for bookkeepers. Every week, we'll be talking about what's new in the bookkeeping world. Here are your hosts and founders of the six-figure bookkeeper, Joe Wood and Zoe Whitman. Welcome back to Bookkeepers Bootcamp. It's the final day. Hi. Oh, oh Joe, how are you feeling? Last day of bootcamp. Oh, it's always always a sad thing isn't it to come to the end we always have i can't believe how quickly this week's gone it's gone amazing so let us know here in the chat if you're here hashtag live if you're here watching live hashtag replay if you're watching replay thank you so much for being here every step of the way this week we've got three sessions left and today this morning 10 a.m we are here now with mr james fireproof ashford <laughs> <laughs> hey everyone you good we are good. We've had such a busy week. It's been amazing. Um, yeah, we're, we're really good, though. I think we're like high energy. We're going to lie down in dark room after this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you know what? You know, and, and I imagine everyone else is feeling like that as well. And I think what's a really important thing is that you, you get in that mode whenever you go to an immersive event like this it just completely changes your thinking. It like rewires you for that time. But then what happens is after the event, it starts to drift off. So mm-hmm. later on that day, you'll be checking your inbox, then you have the week, and then you come back on Monday and you've got things you need to sort out, and it just slowly goes and goes, which is why it's really important that if there's any actions that people are feeling that they want to take, take them today. Take them before the end of today whilst you're still fired up and in that, that mode, because it's that that starts the momentum to get you to follow through next week as well, which is really key. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. So true. We've been talking about taking massive action this week. So that absolutely ties in really well with that. And talking about that, all our amazing bonuses that we've been offering this week finish at midnight tonight. So definitely anyone thinking about joining the six month success program and becoming a member of our success lounge, you definitely need to take action before midnight tonight. Great stuff. Love it. Well, thanks so much for joining us, James. We're going to be talking about pricing for value today. And um, we've been we've been talking about just to give James a bit of a recap. We've been talking about our goals. We've been talking about an ideal client, positioning ourselves as the expert, designing a service that delivers value to our clients. And I think often for people joining our community, it's really difficult to move away from the idea of charging an hourly rate to pricing for the value that we give because we have to work on our own belief and confidence to be able to do that and to have those conversations and really see it for ourselves so we thought we'd explore this with you if that's okay yeah you want to start by telling us what you do james generally well what i did what i've done today that's fine do that (laughs) what i've done today is tidy the kit clean the kitchen up that's what I did. My wife's got some friends coming over. She's right. You you're on the kitchen duty, so I did that. But I did a post this morning, which is uh, about the difference on on LinkedIn about what have you got to do versus what what do you get to do. So you can say I've got to go to work today, or you can say I get to go to work today. I've got to clean my kitchen today, or I get to clean my kitchen. Like I have a kitchen, I have a house, I have a wife. Like these are great things, and it's really important, this guys, because. With that one word, it completely changes your thinking about what it is that you do. I've got to go to the gym today. I get to go to the gym today, right? And very often, people blame the world for their circumstances, like what's going on. But it's not what's out there. It's what we're doing in here and how we see the world. And just with that one word change, in fact, it's only even one letter that you change. It moves you. For If you say, I've got to do something, it puts you in a position of kind of blame, of being frustrated, of scarcity, of thinking, oh, I don't have enough time, I'm not in control. Like, that's what it implies. But the moment you say, I get to do this, it implies, well, I'm grateful for it. I have it. 
Like most people now are frustrated with the position, but th- what, they're, what they're doing today is a dream they once had. They once dreamed of being in this position, yet they're banging their head against the wall saying, I'm really frustrated. I'm not getting enough money. I'm sick of my clients. I've got to do it. I've got to ring this client. I've got to do this. This was your dream once upon a time. You're in the middle of your dream now. And just with that one word of getting to do this is good. So I am just going to raise that, that this morning I was cleaning the kitchen and I thoroughly enjoyed doing it. It was beautiful. Oh. But I do, I do do other things as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I think it's really important we talk about the other things that you do, James, because um, earlier this week, Wednesday evening, um, I decided to do a bonus session for the community because I did it last year and it went down so well. And I did a behind the scenes inside Joe's sales process. And we had lots of people watching. Um, and I had a lovely, lovely Sean as an assistant. She came and she she like grilled me a bit and she had objections. I mean, how dare she? But um, <laughs> it was good. It was really good. And it, she kept me on my toes. And um, yeah, and I went through the process using my Go Proposal app. And um, yeah, so do you want to tell us a bit more about what you do at Go Proposal? Yeah, sure. So Go Proposal started many years before it even found the accounting or bookkeeping industry. I developed it for my own marketing agency because I hate it was always that really awkward moment where you sat with a client and then they say, right, how much is this going to cost? And you say, right, I'll get your proposal over. And it was always, you'd always say close a play Friday. Yet that would have turned out to be like weeks later because something that would have hit the fan when you got off the call. Right. And I just thought, why am I even doing this? Why don't I just have a mature conversation with somebody and figure out what I charge and say, this is it. And if, if people are uncomfortable with that, well, let's have a conversation. Let's have a conversation with it now. I'd ra- if you feel uncomfortable with what I'm charging you, I'd rather you have a conversation with me while I've got you on this call than you feel uncomfortable when I ping you an email in two weeks' time because this could be a nightmare, right? Um, and so I did it for myself. And then I just – and I never thought anything more of it. And then I had um, a friend who had a, a landscape design business. I, I I implemented it for him. And it just, fl- it just changed his business straight away. A football academy, I implemented a version of it. They then went from earning 75K a year to 750K a year within two years, oh, within 18 months, sorry. They're 10X their revenue within, within 18 months. I implemented it in a waste management company and they went from signing eight new clients a month to signing 60 new clients a month within 30 days of us implementing it. And But it was just, I just kind of figured all businesses have this problem of like, how do you sign clients up? How do you sell your services to them? How do you charge properly for them? And nearly every problem in your business comes back to this. Like if people say, oh, no, my biggest problem is recruitment. Okay, well, tell me about your recruitment problem. Well, I can't afford to pay the wages that the staff want that I want to bring in. I can't afford to devote enough training time to my current team. I can't afford to, okay, it's because you're not making enough money. Like let's just solve that problem and all these other problems start to melt away. Then I eventually met an accountant. He had the same problem. I implemented it. Another accountant found out about it. A bookkeeper found out about it. And that sparked Go Proposal. That was five years ago. And now we've got thousands of accounts and bookkeepers around the world using it to, you know, I think last year we, you know, it. I think about 100 million pounds worth of pro- one proposals went through Go Proposal, right? And I believe that by using Go Proposal, you'll get a 20% uplift in what you would ordinarily charge at an absolute minimum. So just last year, we brought in, our biz, our company brought in, an additional 20 million pounds 
into the accounting and bookkeeping industry that wouldn't have been there without us. And the thing that really lights me up about that is we're helping businesses to invest at a higher level into their accounting and bookkeeping function. And as I was cleaning today, I'll leave you with this. I'll, I'll, I'll shut up after I share this with you. Right? I emptied the bin. I emptied the bin bag. We've had these crap bin bags for weeks, right? You know, when you're pulling it out and it just all rips and you're like, and then you have to get me another bin bag and you're like putting it in that bin bag and trying to tie it up, right? Took the bin bag out. I said, you've got some good bin bags here, Beck. She's gone to Marks and Spencer's. She's got the best quality scented bin bags, like extra thick. I love putting them in. And I concluded as I was doing that, Whatever you do in life, however much money you've got, you should never scrimp on your shoes, your bed, bin bags, accounting, or bookkeeping. Like there, if you never scrimp on anything, if you want a happy life, never ever scrimp on those things. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm the woman who buys the cheap bin bags. And what are you like... doing with your life? Sort <laughs> out. I don't have to change the bins. That is the problem. I'm not invested in the bin bag process. So I think I feel need like to I need that. to talk to my husband about this. Um, <laughs> and this is amazing because actually, do you know what? One of our members uh, posted in our success lounge yesterday and she said, I won't say who it is, but if you're in the success lounge, you'll be able to see. She said, I'm so excited. £19,992 of annual fees just signed up. Thank you to this group. Previously, I would have done this for less than £7,000. And I reckon Go Proposals had a part to play in that too. But it yeah. is amazing the confidence of having a tool that can set out for your client and knowing how to have that conversation and believe in yourself, how much difference that can make. Like that is a life-changing amount of money. That's going to make a big difference to what she can do in her business every month. Yeah, and also in the client's business as well. Like if they're investing in their bookkeeping at that level, they get, they're able to focus on higher value tasks for themselves. They're able to free up their time. They're able to get, get the data in quicker so they can make decisions. They've got financial data at their hands. They can make better decisions moving forward. Like the knock-on effect is massive. If you, I bet we've never done this, but if you actually just stop to think, how many people's lives has she just improved because of that one thing, Right. She's improved the business owner's life, his wife or her, her husband, their children's life. Their, their team's jobs are now more secure because that business is going to be better. Their clients can now, their clients, you know, if they've got 100 clients, that one thing, she just made that business more secure and freed up people's time to do better, probably impacted hundreds of people's lives in a positive way and you shouldn't even realize it. And this is why when, when we don't charge enough, when we don't do that, it's the most selfish thing you can do because it's holding yourself back. It's holding you because we, we think it's all about us. I don't charge more. I don't offer all my services for them. I don't do everything. And you think that's being selfless. It's the most selfish thing you can do. Do all you can, help all you can and charge all you can so you can deliver it. So, so true. I, I When I was doing the live proposal the other night, I saw some uh, comments coming up. They're like, Oh my goodness, she's selling everything in the first meeting. She's telling them everything that she can do. And I'm like, yeah, that's what you need to do. And this is one of actually the frustrations I have with my salon clients. They don't tell their clients what else they do. They spend all this money on these amazing machines that can melt fat and that can take away wrinkles. Yet they, they spent and invested like a hundred grand on all these machineries, but they're always downstairs or in a closed door because obviously they're going to be in private rooms. So the people coming in and having the cheaper services of the nails and things like that have no idea what goes on behind those closed doors. And yeah. the business owner feels 
because it's their like highest end service and it costs the most they kind of feel embarrassed about oh, it's very strange and I'm having to work a lot on this psychology and I was actually there a couple of weeks ago having my nails done and a lady was sitting next to me having her nails done and she said and I overheard her say I've just spent 300 pounds on laser down the road and you've got one here I didn't even know you did it yeah. and I and I, and she went oh god I can't believe you've just said that in front of Joe and I was like right <laughs> this is not happening anymore um but uh, yeah absolutely we get I, I think it's the easiest thing to do actually now that I'm doing it to put lay my stall out if this is everything that I can do and then it's your choice whether it's right for you or not and whether it fits your budget but um if you if they don't know how can they buy it yeah yeah I think there's a very interesting analogy as well here, uh, guys, between salons and bookkeepers um, in that if you think about what's happened over the last couple of years, and this is this is really important to consider, you know, we've been through a very difficult period of time that's unprecedented in our lives um, where, you know, the news has been bleak. I don't even listen to the news and I've watched the news in the last couple of years. Like you, you couldn't avoid it. So we, we're in this mode where we, we we're hearing all of this kind of scarcity thinking and thinking there's not enough money and, and thinking everything's going wrong in the world, right? And what's happened is your value has gone through the roof. Like if people didn't understand the value of bookkeeping, there's two, there's two things that have gone up in the world, right? If you didn't understand the value of your bookkeeper before this, you do now, right? Because now you need the data. The reason why businesses and individuals are struggling throughout all this period was not because of the pandemic. That that was not what caused the problem. What caused the problem was because they'd underinvested in their finance function for the last 10 years and didn't have the data they needed at that moment in time when the storm of the pandemic hit and it pushed them over the edge. But it, it wasn't the pandemic that took them to the edge. It was their lack of investment that took them to the edge. So for example, we go proposal as a, as a business owner myself, you know, everything's reconciled on a daily basis. I've got all the data I need at my fingertips. So on day one, I was able to start doing scenario planning and look at what, what was going to happen in the business if we lost this amount of customers or this. I could do that because I had the data, right? Well, if, if you're a business and you didn't have that data, you were screwed, okay? And they blame the pandemic. That wasn't, it wasn't the fault of the pandemic. It was the fault of their lack of investment. Um, so, 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 Sorry, I've lost my train of thought slightly there. I'm just bringing this back. So this is the, the analogy between what happened with the pandemic and with, with bookkeepers and, and salon owners is that with salon owners, if you didn't value your hairdresser or your before all this happened, you did after lockdown, I promise you, there is not an amount of money that you wouldn't have paid to go and have your hair done, right? My wife was willing to pay ridiculous amounts to have her hair done, okay? But what happened to the salon owners? They weren't able to serve their clients. They, their salons were shut. So they're now in scarcity mode. They're really struggling. They've not got enough money coming in. Their clients see them as much more valuable than ever before. They've gone down in their thinking and they're not making enough money. And they came in like this, back back to each other. Like my wife's um, hairdresser, oh, I'll just charge you this. I'll just, I'm like, Becky, pay a double. Whatever she asked for, pay a double because she needs to get back up to this thinking in the mind. Same with bookkeepers. You were stretched. You were doing all this extra work, all this extra thinking. Your value in the world had gone up. Everyone realized that they should have been spending more with you for years before. But you're working ridiculously hard and you came back like this. 
we need to raise our thinking and realize how valuable we are in the world. Yeah, we do. Definitely. I think, you know what, like at the moment as well, we're now in this period where everyone is really like costs are a challenge. We were talking about it earlier this week. We were talking about it this morning. We did an FAQs about our course. And I think there are going to, you mentioned scarcity mindset. I think we're so focused on controlling costs and we think because in the accountancy world and bookkeeping world, there are lots of subscriptions you can pay for. You probably get this objection as well at Go Proposal, like it's too much to pay for, like it's too much to spend at the moment. I'm just starting out. I'm not big enough, whatever. Um, I, it'll be easy. I don't have many proposals. I don't have to, you know, I could do this yeah, myself kind 100%. of thing. But actually we know the, that if you use a tool that can help you and you you are able to have the right conversations, you will be able to more than cover the cost of your subscription. It's the same with working with us or another business coach, someone who can help you to see what you need to change in your business can help you to get to another level. Um, but I think because we're thinking like that, we think our clients are thinking like that too. We think they're thinking, I, I'm like my energy bill has just doubled. I don't know how I'm like gonna pay for that, let yeah. alone paying a decent amount for bookkeeping. So I think we might be approaching those conversations thinking they just aren't gonna be able to afford it. So I'm gonna have to be careful about what I say. Yeah, completely. And and the and, and, and this is the issue. We project our beliefs onto our clients. So if we think in a scarcity mindset, if we think there isn't enough, if we think, well, how can I cut back on my Go Proposal subscription? I can't afford to invest in Joe and Zoe's mentoring. I'm going to scale this back. I'm not going to invest in that. Then all of a sudden we start to diminish our thinking on what's possible. And then because we think like that, we assume our clients think like that and we spiral down. It gets worse and worse, right? You have to reverse it. You have to believe there is enough. You have to think with abundance. And this, that was my post this morning when I say, you know, do you get that I did on LinkedIn? I don't think we talked about that. So I did a post on LinkedIn this morning. Have you, you know, I've got to go to work versus I get to go to work. I've got to go to the gym versus I get to go to the gym. Like just that one word can completely change your thinking. And it's very hard uh, in a world where there's so much negativity and so much scarcity. We have to surround ourselves with brilliant people. I, I've proven this last year more than ever in my life before, which is I, I've been so intentional with the people I have around me. Like I keep people away that are not in my way of thinking who do not believe of incredible things happening. The the, 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 the football academy that I talked to you about last year, these, these are, I'm only just connecting this now. You know, if you imagine every other football academy because of, sorry, it's the fire alarm. Sorry, mute me. It's finished now. It's finished now. Um, the Academy, imagine all these live events were shutting down. They've sold 30 franchises this year. Their business has never done any better than it's doing now. It's absolutely incredible. The waste management company that I've spoken about before, they're the top five fastest growing companies in the UK. Like I'm just surrounded by brilliant people doing brilliant things. And if people aren't thinking in that way, get out of my life because I am not interested. Like last year was the most successful year I've ever had in my life. My tax bill this year would make your eyes water. If you knew what I've got to pay, I will message you privately in terms of what my tax bill is going to be this year. There is so much success. There is so many wonderful things happening. We have to believe it. And that's why I love your group and what you do, 
just being around though, you know, people striving forward, doing great things, but it all starts with you. It's nothing to do what's going on in the world. What's happening in the world has got nothing to do with the results that you're getting. It's not your conditions that change what you're getting. It's your decisions. Oh, it's so, so true. And, and this is the thing I often say, I mean, and I know with the clients I've got, my clients are paying their biggest tax bills ever. Um, and we celebrate that in my firm. We're like, yes, bring on the big tax bills because you can only pay tax if you're earning I the money. I love it. I love paying tax bills. I'm cool with it. It's fine. I'm happy. Yeah, absolutely. I will pay it and with love. Got... I'm going to ring HMRC up when I paid it. I'm going to I'm going to call them and I'm going to say, I've just sent you that with love, right? Yes. Do do something <laughs> good with it, I'm going to tell them. Absolutely, absolutely. And and it's really interesting as well. And, you, and this is why we talk about like designing your business and the ideal clients and things around you, because the ones that aren't in, you know, if you're working with businesses and business owners that aren't of that mindset, and uh, they will bring you down, they will bring you down to their level. We have one client at the moment who, um, who needs to go back registered. Um, and she's less than happy about it. And we've we've said, well, we're registering you next week. And if her attitude next week is as negative as it has been, she can go because it's, I want that. We celebrate that registration yeah, in our yeah, business yeah. and I, and I don't need that negativity. Um, and so we've got quite a few questions here. So do you want to bring some up? Yeah, definitely. Uh, let me have a quick look. So here's one. Um, so Bernie says, what do you say to a client who insists on wanting to know how many months per hour it takes for you to complete their work? Yeah, that's not that's not how you charge, you know. It's like it's like saying to Van Gogh, like, how many minutes did you take to paint that picture? Like, I think one of it, I think someone actually did say that to Van Gogh. How many hours? And he said, I'm not paying you that much because it only took you two hours to paint the picture. He said it didn't take me two hours to paint it. It took my entire life to paint that picture. The fact that it, I realized it in two hours is, is irrelevant. Van Gogh died never selling a painting never sold a single painting, never, ever got to value himself, right? And now they sell for tens of millions. Um, it's got nothing to do with them. That's not how we charge. We charge on the value that we bring. And, you know, you've got to flip it. You've got to take control of this conversation. I tell you, I'm going to go back to the waste management company now with, with the skips. I did some work with them. What was happening was people was ringing them up saying, how much is it a skip? How much is it for a skip? Okay. So they'd ring it up and say 250 quid and they say, oh, it's too expensive. And they put the phone down, right? So they kept getting this happening. And I said, you're not doing enough for him, right? Let's flip the conversation. So what happened was people would ring up and say, can I have a skip? And uh, so I put three questions in the way and I said, yeah, we can give you a skip. Can I, so imagine you've rang up Zoe, can I have a skip for, for Saturday? Sure. Let me just ask you three questions. What's going in it? Bricks and rubble. Cool. Is it going on the drive or the road? Cool. Right on your drive. Third question, Zoe, are you feeling it yourself? Well, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, we're going to fill it ourselves. Okay, because I can actually send a man in a van today, fill the skip for you so you can get your weekend back. If you weren't filling a skip tomorrow on Saturday, Zoe, what else would you be doing? Oh, well, I'd go for a walk. I'd do this. I'd go in that. Cool. So it's going to be 400 quid for me to send someone to do that for a year. Is that okay? And this is the difference. I'm not selling you a skip for 250 quid. I'm selling you your weekend for 400 quid. And we've got to understand the value that we bring. I'm not, I'm not reconciling accounts for you. I'm not 
it's not a tick list that I'm doing for you. I'm freeing you up to focus on the highest level activities in your business. I'm giving you your data faster than you can ever have it before so you can make key decisions moving forward. I'm going to ensure that your bookkeeping is so impeccable, you're not going to make any mistakes. If someone comes knocking on your door in three years' time and wants to backtrack through the last three years of all of your transactions and you've got it wrong, do you understand that that would grind your business to a halt if you'd made any mistakes historically? I'm going to make sure there's no more mistakes. If you don't understand the value of that, do one. Yes. Something like that. I'd probably respond <laughs> somewhere like that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. That is amazing. Um, yeah, absolutely. They can do one. Um, okay, that's that's absolutely blown my mind. We have some more questions, Zoe. Yeah, um, Nikki asked a question then. So uh, I remember talking to Nikki about this week. Nikki was a very brave volunteer and she came on and spoke to us about Ideal Client on Tuesday. We're like, will anyone volunteer to come and just have a chat with us? And she's like, I'll do it. <laughs> so we were talking to her and she was saying that she's um, got clients at the moment who are already on hourly rate pricing and she now needs to move them onto value pricing. How does she start that conversation? Yeah, so, so I... So I'm going to come on to that question. Just hold me that hold that question, Zoe. But I, I just need to answer. I've written some, a note down here, and it's just a word that that Joe said before, and we need to address this question first. I think, which is, are you building a bookkeeping business, or are you creating a, a tough job for yourself? What is it that you want? Do you want a bookkeeping business, or do you want the, the hardest job in the world? Your shout. And what happens is, people get. I believe. So just give, just help me with some, with some numbers here. If you were working for another company as a bookkeeper, so if you were working for a, a large accountancy firm, let's say, what would you get paid as an hourly rate for a bookkeeper as a bookkeeper? Um, I don't know, twelve pounds, fifteen pounds an hour, maybe. Yeah, maybe. How much? How much? Sorry, twelve quid, fifteen quid. 12, 15, 12, 15. let's say 12. Yeah, something 12, like that. Okay. So let's say you're working for another company as a bookkeeper for 12 quid, right? 12 quid an hour. Then you go to work for yourself as a bookkeeper and you think, right, you know what? Sod it. I'm going to double my, I'm going to double what I get. I'm going to charge 25 quid an hour, right? Woo! So you think, brilliant. Living the dream, okay? You have now just created the worst situation for yourself in the world. Because whilst that may seem good, and whilst you are getting paid more money, you have now got the hardest job. Because you can never be ill, you can never have a holiday, you can never get anyone else to do it, and you can never grow your business. Because what you need to think is, right, okay, well, if I'm building a bookkeeping business, I don't just want to pay bookkeepers £12 an hour because I really respect what they do. I want to pay them 20 quid an hour. I want to bring in the best bookkeepers. I want to bring an army of bookkeepers that are going to work for me, and I'm going to charge 20 quid an hour. Well, I'm also, let's just assume I've got other costs. So let's say they're 20 quid as well. And let's say I want to make 20 quid profit, okay? So we're, business is a profitable enterprise that works without you. Business is a profitable enterprise that works without you. If it's not profitable, if it's not working without you, it is not a business, it's a shit job, right? So, so now what we have to realize is we have to be charging £60 an hour to allow us to grow and add people into the future. Now, you may say, I don't want to do that. I just want to keep it to myself. I only want it to be me. Perfect. That's absolutely fine. And I totally respect that. But what we want to do is create the most number of options possible for ourselves because you don't know what the future is going to bring. Because you may get to a point, as I've spoke to, I think, a bookkeeper in your group who had a sick mother and now wanted to spend a day a week or an afternoon a week every day looking after her mother. Okay, well, because of the way you price for the last three years, now means that that's not an option for you. 
because you can't now bring someone into work for you. Where had you been charging that all along, you've got options now. So you can say, right, now let's bring in a bookkeeper for two days a week uh, on the on the paying them 20 quid an hour. So more than they're getting paid already. And that frees me up for two days to go and look after my mum. We want as many options as possible. So we first have to get into our head. Do I want a bookkeeping business, profitable, runs without me, or a crap job? Your shout. So, Zoe, ask me that question again in the light of that. Oh, I forgot what the question is. I think it's, um, I've got clients who are paying an hourly rate at the moment. How do I move them onto value pricing? Yeah, okay. So, I don't really know what value pricing means. And I, I hear this phrase said a lot. And people have very different interpretations. So, I just kind of use fixed pr prices or, or, or kind of a solid methodology for, for pricing, effectively. Um, and... It's, it's first of all, making that decision for yourself as to why you're doing it. You have to understand why you're doing this. You know, the only thing that's unique about your bookkeeping business is the only business on the earth, on the planet earth, that's designed to give you the life that you want. Like, that's why we do what we do, you know, to spend time with our family, to be happier, to make more money, drive a nicer car, have holidays. You have to, you have to figure that bit out first because you may have to have a bit of a tricky conversation with it, with an odd client, that's all. And if you don't know why you're doing it, you won't do it. So you have to understand that first. Once you've got that locked down, then it's just about agreeing your pricing methodology in terms of how you're going to be doing this. One of the things that we advocate is pricing per transaction or transaction bundle. That's one thing, one way that you can do it. And if you dive into Go Proposal, it will ask you one question, which is, how much would you charge to reconcile 50 transactions a month? You answer that and it will build out your entire pricing matrix and all of your pricing methodology. Once you have that and it's worth doing it as a test, go and take the client who you're charging on an hourly rate, put them through the system based on the number of transactions and see what it's coming out at, okay? And then you're just gonna sit with the client and say, hey, great news. We're changing the way that we're pricing. It's gonna be a much fairer way moving forward. You know, so it's going to be based on the number of transactions. If your transactions go up, uh, then you're going to have a small increase in fees. But the great news for you is you can have no more work to do. We'll do it all for you. Uh, and if it comes down, great news for you as well. The price will come down slightly. It's a much fairer way of doing it. It means I can serve you faster. You know, I, I'm going to bring in more staff members. We're going to deliver things to a higher, even a higher level than you've been getting now. And this is the way we are doing things moving forward. Okay. You've got to be really careful with your language. It's not, uh, we're thinking about pricing things in a different way. And we wondered what you would think about if we maybe did it with you. And can I just see what you think? Right. This is how we're doing it. This is how it's going to benefit you. Your It starts now. And this is how much it's going to be for you moving forward. But like, you have to be so clear as to why you're doing this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and the thing is as well, James, what I've learned is that, even like yes i've put everybody onto this fixed monthly price um and there's been lots of benefits from that so many benefits and i have been able to grow my team able to bring in more expertise offer better value um but the the fact that we say um, and i say this at the beginning as well if the transactions go up and you you know and vice versa if they go down um, has been great because I've been doing fee renewals and you know repricing a lot of my a lot of and and it's and it's so it's the system says because I used exposition as well it's like yeah, oh perfect. so last time you your transactions were this 
But now you can see that is, and they do go up and down. You've got less employees now, but you and you've got less purchase invoices, but you've got more bank transactions. So it's it's so fair. It's so transparent, more transparent than ever, more transparent than when you work an hour, um, work for an hourly rate because they don't know how many hours you're doing. No. You could be telling no. fibs. And also, and this is the, the big thing, isn't it? When you're swapping time for money, there's no incentive for you to, um, uh, to reduce your time um, because and, and implement systems and processes and software. Um, I said this to the owner of Modular the other day. He, he's, their tagline is, we can save you time, bookkeepers. And I was like, they don't necessarily want that at the beginning because they think, well, well, then you're just going to take my hourly rate away. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. and I said, so you've got, to, like, you've got to go in there with a different thing. Cause, and he was like, oh my goodness, I've never thought of that. And I was like, yeah, so many. We are very ahead of, like, in here talking about this. Majority of traditional uh, county bookkeeping practices are not thinking like this. But I find it's just so much more fair and transparent compared to yeah. all of the, I mean, the timesheets that we used to do and the reconciliation and the audits of timesheets and stuff. Don't get me wrong. I still think it's good now and again to, we do like, right, let's do a time audit this month on that client Definitely. and it's still in line. Brilliant. Like, that is the perfect way to do it, Joe. That is the right way to do it. I learned that from a, a nutritionist I was working with where they get you to kind of monitor your calories every day that you're eating. Like You don't want to do that for the rest of your life, but to do it on a week because you think you're putting 40 grams of porridge in your bowl and you now realize it's 60 grams and you're wondering why you're putting on weight, right? Well, you need to just kind of, check that the amounts check that it's right okay and it's i love that for, that is how you do that is perfect it's how you do time management um which how you track time which is you do it as an audit to make sure that staff are right clients are right services are right it's great um there was something you just said there and it, 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 there's so many things connected guys when when you're thinking about doing this you can't just say i'm switching from hourly to, to fixed price because there's so many parts that have to move to get this to, in the right place, okay? So I'm going to go back to my friend, a different friend now, who's very successful again, is a physiotherapist. I've spoke to you about him before, Paul Goff, right? It's a very similar job, physio, to bookkeeping, in that it's effectively time for money is what you sell him. And what you've got to do is you've got to flip the client's thinking in terms of what you're actually doing for them. So what happens with him is, every you imagine you're ringing a physio, you get the same line of questions. I've got a bad back. Okay, how long have you had the pain for? Whereabouts in your back is it? Is it a sharp pain? Is it an acute pain? Okay, let me book you in for a, a session, right? Same questioning with every other physio, except his. You ring their physio up and they say, you got a bad, I've got a bad back. Okay, before we get onto your back, can you tell me what is that bad back preventing you from doing that you used to do before? Well, I used to garden. I used to take my kids, grandkids to the park every week. And I used to tango dance on a Saturday. Okay. How long have you not been able to do those things for? Right. Okay. So if we can fix your bad back, what you're actually trying to do is get tango dancing again. What level did you tango dance? Have you won any competitions? How many grandkids have you got? Fantastic. Okay. So you want to take them to the park again and you're gardening. What's your garden like? Like, that's what we're trying to do. Okay. Now let's talk about your bad back. Then when they come in, they're not selling them a session. They're saying, right, what we need to do is treat you for the next 12 weeks. I need to bring you in every week for the next 12 weeks for two sessions a week. And we are going to get you back in that garden. We're going to get you winning those tango dancing competitions again. How does that sound? Right? It's a different thing. 
but you've got to flip the conversation. They're not going to value you unless you value you. Do you realize what you are doing for business owners? My business, with GoProposal, we were investing about three grand a month into bookkeeping. Of all of our accounting and bookkeeping, accounting and finance function expenditure, bookkeeping was the largest part of our costs every single month. But what that did was it freed up my team. It freed up me. It allowed us to have data. It allowed us to grow rapidly. Heather's just sent me through the figures for how GoPros is still continuing to grow. And it all comes down to impeccable bookkeeping. That's at the core. That's at the center of building out your finance function. You cannot grow a business. You cannot achieve the thing. Get this. Get this. Right. If you have a client that's got a business and they're ever thinking about selling it, I mean, that is a, that is just a great question to ask a client. Are you ever consider is selling your business ever anything that you need to consider in the future? Okay, cool. If you're ever going to consider selling your business, you're going to have to have three years of impeccable monthly management accounts. Otherwise, you will not be able to sell your business. When we took Go Proposal to market to sell it, and we approached several businesses. The first question they ask, send me through the last three years of monthly management accounts. If you have not got that, you either can't sell it or you're going to sell it for such a low price, it's not going to be worth having the conversation. You cannot get to monthly management accounts if you don't have impeccable bookkeeping and a reconciled account on a daily or weekly basis. Cannot happen. So just to ask your clients that question unlocks all of that potential for them. Amazing. This is amazing. Um, I've There's quite a lot of Go Proposal related questions that are coming up. And I think we probably need to tell people how they can find out about Go Proposal to get those answered. But I think there are a couple more here if you've got time, James. Got, I'm here for you, however long you want. Oh, amazing. Thank you. Um, I saw uh, Caroline Austin's question as well, if you can just have that on your radar. I've if got clients Carol are growing I've rapidly. This one, if clients are growing rapidly, one. how often should you reprice without irritating them? I highlighted the same one. It's a loaded question, Carolyn. Carolyn, first of all, you need to change your question and ask a better question to start with, right? Because you're bringing in there, you're thinking about irritating them. So the, the moment you have that as part of your question, you are turning up with that. You've kind of, it's, it'll be a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you start to increase your fees now, Carolyn, you're going to irritate your clients because you've decided that that's what increasing fees is going to irritate them. So what we can do is reframe the question to say, right, if clients are growing, how can we reprice them away to support them? Right? Different question. Same thing. So that is what you're doing. You are supporting your clients in, in their growth. It means that they still can focus on their core. If, they, if they're growing rapidly, fantastic. I'm going to help you to keep growing rapidly. I'm going to help keep focusing on the things that's going to keep you growing. I'm going to free up your team members. In fact, we're charging you this much now, but is any of your team involved in bookkeeping in any way? Can I take that work off them as well and free up even more people, right? So you can't bring that that notion that you're going to irritate them because how often should you reprice them? As often as you can. Three months on the absolute outside edge or monthly. I don't mind either way, but you cannot go any longer than three months uh, without repricing them. Why? Why should you... Why should they benefit from a rapidly growing business and you suffer? Like, it doesn't make sense. We're aligned. We're partners. We should all be growing together. Their wins are your wins, right? So you can't, 
why should you suffer at the expense of someone else's success? Does not does not make sense. If you were run like if you were in a team, like I like to think that we're providing this like outsourced finance team, like we're the team. The the reason most of our clients that we work with don't have an accountancy function. So no. that's why we're there. So we are there to support them in growing their business. And if their business is doing well, they're going to expect that team to be doing more work. So if they were thinking about having an in-house person anyway, why would they not expect you to say it's been a busy month? If you say you've had this really busy month or you're growing or your revenue is up, we need to talk about this. They're going to expect it. I'm sure they're going to expect it. 100%. So what, what's their other option? They're going to employ a full-time bookkeeper who, with respect, will not be able to do the work to the standards that we're going to do it because I've got a team of people or you know my the, the way that I do it or whatever. Like They're not going to do it to the standard well, that I can do it. Like, I yeah. understand your industry because I've got other clients who do what you do. I, yeah. I can benchmark you against other people. I can give you these insights that no one else, no employee you're going to bring in is going to have unless that you've just come from a competitor. Like, we have these massive advantages of, like you said, about having sick days. We've got people who can come and step in if we're not available, who can cover this work. Like, we're making sure that the outcomes are there for yeah. people. It's not just the yeah, so, so tick list. That's it. So what's their option? Get a member of staff. How many holidays can have a year? So you've got, you got four weeks holiday. Who's going to do your bookkeeping then? What if they go sick, right? We cover it. What if one month you need three bookkeepers because you've got a load of workload, you know, additional workload that needs to be done? Well, we're here to support you with that flex. We can we can flex with you as, you're, as it's needed. There, there isn't an alternative to what we're providing to the level we're providing it. This is what it's going to cost. Oh, absolutely. I, I had a, I had a great conversation yesterday. We've got a, got a client and she's having, she was having a wobble. She's in that, uh, she's in the beauty uh, industry and she's come out of COVID and uh, in COVID she fell pregnant and she had a baby in October and she, she's had, a, she, so she's had COVID and a baby and now, and she's not been in the business for the last few months because she's been, been a mum and the business has suffered and she's really struggling. So what I did yesterday, I said, and she's like, oh, I'm struggling to afford your fees. I'm struggling this, I'm struggling that, blah, blah, blah. So I got my team on a call with her and um, we brainstormed what, what the action she could take next. And you know, she was a bit down in the dumps to be honest. So actually what we did, we set up a WhatsApp group and we set her up with three micro goals a day. And it was nothing to do with business. It was make your bed, get dressed by 10 a.m. and have some breakfast. And all my team are in that WhatsApp group this morning. I've shared a picture of my bed made. Uh, one of my team members shared a picture of her breakfast and she has done a reel today. She's done a live video and she's gone and she's dressed, she's sent us a picture. She's dressed, taking her son to the park. That's, that is the value we're giving. It's not about, not always about the transactions. And um, and that's what I want to do. And I think, um, but I have to charge for that. But doesn't that make life exciting? You know that, and that's what this is. This is a this is not a transactional business. This is a heart centered business that we're in here. Heart centered industry that that allows us to have such an impact and make a difference in people's lives. Like when I, for bookkeeping for me to start with, it allowed me to pick my kids up and take them to school every day. Like that was important to me. But if you've not had that conversation with me, if you don't know what that, that is, you know, I'm having to spend time doing, then, you know, we can't be having the right conversation effectively. Um, 
I'm just conscious of time, of, of your time, guys. Is there anything pr on a practical level that we can help with? And the reason I'm, we, we seem to be talking in all these different areas is because you can't not talk about all these different things. The reality is the way that you price and sell your services is quite straightforward. Like, obviously, I'm going to bang on about Go Proposal and you guys use it. But that's a, whatever it is that you use, you need a practical menu of services that allows you to to comfortably and confidently price. You need to do that. Um, I'm just written my new book. Uh, I've not got a title for it yet, but it's it was going to be kind of sitting on a diamond mine, but that's not really the case. That's not, they don't like that title, and I don't like it. Um, but the, the, what it what it came from was the fact that I believe that everyone on this call is sitting on a diamond mine of clients, right? But the thing is, what you all expect is that you. you Diamonds look like that. So everyone sat there looking for clients like this and said, well, my clients don't look like that. They're crap. They don't pay me enough. They don't respect what I, I do. They don't give me the information on time. And that's because diamonds don't look like that. Diamonds look like that. <laughs> diamonds are rough lumps of rock covered in crap, buried in the ground. You've got to dig them out. You've got to knock them into shape. You've got to polish them up. That's your responsibility, not the client's responsibility. So you can't keep going around looking for clients like that. You've got to grab the ones you've got that have got sharp edges that are cutting you and hurting you at the moment, and you've got to turn them into that. And we do that by having courageous conversations and by going and, and pricing them. And I believe that everyone here, if you've got 10 clients or, or more, you are sitting on an absolute diamond mine. So my book, I'll send you, you guys through uh, copies, but I'll send it in a PDF form so you can share it with your entire audience or we can get some physical copies as well when it's done. But in terms of the practical steps of how to go and sit with a client and answer the question that everyone's afraid of, which is, why have my fees gone up? That's the question we're all afraid of. Why have my fees gone up? I've got all the answers to those questions. I've got, you know, all the responses that you're going to get. That part is easy. It's the rest of it, which is tough. That is why we need to surround ourselves with great people. It's why we need to invest in mentoring, invest in our mindset, invest in you know, with, with you guys and to work with you to help us to get through this because everything you want, you already have. And it's just about changing our belief system to go and get it because you deserve it. Amazing. Oh, thank you so much, James, for your time. Really appreciate that. I think everyone's got a lot to go and think about now. Um, hopefully we're like buzzing and uh, we're ready to think differently about our pricing. Um, we will come back. Some of the questions we didn't have a chance to answer, we're obviously going to talk about this all in the success program yeah. as well. Um, James, There's how can we... Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. 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 <laughs> so all I was going to say was, how can people connect with you, find out more about Go Proposal, James? Yeah, sure. So I was going to answer Nicola's question there very quickly. So she said, it says your your pro your Go Proposal app, when, you, when you're when signing up for a trial, where is it located at? You don't need a website, Nicola. That's just when when you go and log in, what it's, what's it going to be? So let's say you're Coventry Bookkeeping, for argument's sake, Nicola, just put in Coventry there. So that's just wherever it's going to be a Go Proposal address as to where, where that's going to be. So you don't need a website. So so just put something in there. That's cool. Keep it nice and short and succinct. Um, where you can find out about more, if you're interested in Go Proposal, go and grab a free trial of it. You don't have to put your card details in. It's dead easy. If it's not right for you, there's a massive cancel button. I hate it when you sign up for something and you can't get out of it. So I've made it dead simple. It's the biggest, most obvious button in the world. If it's not right for you, just pull the plug. But it's a very interesting exercise just to go and sign up for it and just to see what would and should you be charging if you weren't billing by the hour. And it will help you to achieve that. If, you don't, if you're not interested in that, that's absolutely fine. Follow me on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm constantly sharing videos and ideas and just trying to be 
kind of a, a force for good and inspiration in the world, banging the drum and sharing good things with you. Uh, the moment my book's released, I will share it with you guys, share with your group, but I'll be posting things in there. We put videos out there all the time. If you prefer Instagram, I'm on Instagram. So just go in and find me. And, and you know, Zoe, Joe, you know I love what you do. I'm a huge fan of what you do. I don't know anyone that, that I do. I can be stronger than this. There is no one in this space that are doing what you guys are doing with the level of integrity, of experience, of, of knowledge, of, of the support that you guys provide, of just the positivity. Like, I would just be grabbing hold of you and saying, let's go. Like, I'm, I'm just hold on for dear life and go. So I love what you guys are, are doing. And, um, you know, we, we support you in whatever ways that we can. And, um, yeah, just, just go and grab that, guys, and turn off the news and get rid of those idiots from your life and just be around good people. Amazing. Oh, love that. Love that. Thank you. Thank you so much, so much, James. Uh, we always love having you here. Um, yeah, um, Shaheen says, I'm off to follow James everywhere. So you're going to have some new stalkers today. So congratulations. <laughs> I think, I think Shaheen was ch cheering me on today, I think, with, with, uh, with my cleaning of the house. And uh, yeah, Selling to Serve is my first book. So going at that, that will really help me to challenge your mindset as well. And then by the time you've read that, my new book will be out next month. You'll be good. Amazing. Oh, thanks so much, James. And thank you, everyone who's joined us live. Um, we are going to be back with two more sessions left of boot camp. We're going to be back at one o'clock. We're speaking to Osman Sharif about getting out of your own way. He's got an amazing podcast. I think this is going to be a day of mindset. So really excited for that. So we'll see you back in about two hours. Thanks, James. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thanks, Bye. Thank you. See ya. Don't forget to join us every week on the Bookkeepers podcast with Topical Bookkeeping Chat. Why not join our free Facebook group, the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club, or visit us at sixfigurebookkeeper.com.